Have you felt it? Sith Yourself, brought to you by Geeksamot.com. I find your lack of faith disturbing. The dark side. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and the traitor. And the light. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sith Yourself Podcast. My name is Frank, and today we're going to be discussing something I've been wanting to talk about for a really long time, and that is why they replaced the actor Sebastian Shaw with Hayden Christensen in the, the updated version of Return of the Jedi. Now, I'm an original trilogy fan. That's what I grew up with. I was born in 1979, so I remember seeing Return of the Jedi in the theaters in 83. As well as I can remember it, I should say. But since then, I can't tell you how many times I've gone through the, that movie. All the Star Wars movies. I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I constantly watch the movies. And I can basically verbatim recite the movies. And when I was a kid, I always wondered who that was in the very last scene in Return of the Jedi. Who the ghosts were. I recognized Yoda, I recognized Obi-Wan, but when I was younger, I didn't recognize the actor Sebastian Shaw as Anakin Skywalker. Now, we really don't get a clue of the man who Anakin Skywalker is until we actually see in the very last episode, or in the very last minutes of episode six. Now, a lot of people are divided on this because some people like Hayden Christensen. I personally don't. I think he's a, he's a, he's a very dull actor, but that, that's just me. That's just my personal opinion. But they never should have replaced his forced ghost with Hayden Christensen. They should have kept it as Sebastian Shaw. The reason being is because when Darth Vader died, that was when he became a Force ghost. Now, when you notice when Obi-Wan died, when he became a Force ghost, he looked the same when he died. So having Vader being older when he does die just makes sense to have him as his older self, but in a light side form, not the dark side. It just makes sense. He brought balance back to the Force at that point. So he was one with the Force, just like Yoda, just like Obi-Wan, and everyone else before him. Now, I know that there were certain Jedi that could do the Force Ghost communication. Not everybody could. Qui-Gon Jinn was able to, Yoda, Obi-Wan, obviously, but Anakin Skywalker didn't learn that until he was one with the Force. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand, is that when you are one with the Force, the life doesn't stop. You still are able to learn communication, um, influence, you know, that's how Luke Skywalker raised the X-Wing in the, uh, you know, towards the end of Rise of Skywalker. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. I'm not sorry because that movie's been out for a while. So, 
you know, when Luke Skywalker becomes one with the Force, again, spoilers, he is his old self. And that's perfectly fine. That is legitimate. Leia, the same exact thing. They made sure that she was exactly how she was when she passed. When they put Hayden Christensen in, as one person put it, it was a slap in the face to the, to the Star Wars fans. Um, I, I just don't understand why it was done. Maybe it was to integrate the image of young Hayden Christensen into the mythos of Star Wars, iconography, or could it be for continuity purposes, or because Lucas wanted to convey the idea that someone wanted to come back as a positive side of the Force, but in an appearance that they had before they transferred to the dark side. I, do, I honestly don't agree with that. Uh, plus, in return, uh, return to the positive side of the Force with a restored Sebastian Shaw alongside Obi-Wan and Yoda was a very positive conclusion. Replacing this version with Hayden Christensen's image totally detracts from everything, especially if you're aware of how the original episode six actually ended. So to make a long story short, honestly, I really hope that Lucas decides to, I should say Disney, I hope they decide to redo the original trilogy, update it to the current standards, and leave Sebastian Shaw alone. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for an interview with my best friend, Will Carton, at my place. Are you a podcaster? Then Anchor.fm is exactly what you need. Capture audio straight from your phone, iPad, or desktop computer using Anchor's recording tools. Sync your recordings across all devices and access them anywhere. Craft your own episodes using building blocks of audio segments that are easy to visualize and don't require any editing. Record your audio, arrange your segments, and add transitions, and you're all set. Go to Anchor.fm right now to start your own podcast. It's quick, it's easy, it's Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, my name is Frank and today I am interviewing my best friend Will Carton. Hi Will, how you doing? Hello, Francis. <laughs> hey. We are currently in my office in my home and uh, Will has been gracious enough to come by and uh, talk a little bit about some of the industry, his experiences, and, uh, and a little bit of his background. Ain't that right, Will? I'm always happy to talk about myself, Frank, as you know. <laughs> no, I'm happy to be here, sure. I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, man. A pleasure. So let's start off with a little bit of your background. Tell everybody kind of, kind of, because you're, you're a very creative person. Very creative person. So there's a lot going on in there. <laughs> I am very creative, and you know why? Because I have a master's degree that says creative on it, and it's worth zero dollars and zero cents. Um, as far as my creative background goes, I have always since i can remember been a writer that was my first passion love to write stories uh, love to uh, write dialogue for my friends to speak plays and things like that so um i consider myself media agnostic and i just love great writing whether that's, that's a good in, way to think about it actually. yeah i to me writing wins the day uh, you can't mask bad writing just uh, as we were talking about earlier just Talk to George Lucas with the prequels. Ooh, you know. sick burn, um, sick burn. You know, not, not the plot that was bad. It was just bad dialogue. So if you can write well, um, I think it can translate into any medium. Mm -hmm. um, I was fortunate enough that when I was in college, taking a children's literature class of all things, I ended up writing a story for kids that um, I collaborated on with my older brother, who was a fantastic uh, illustrator and artist. 
and we got lucky and it got picked up by a small press then later got picked up by scholastic and we had a a book series called edgar and ellen did about 10 books and they say about because the 10th book never got published when the contract <laughs> got killed um and then we got picked up by nickelodeon to do a uh, series of animated television uh did some game design with mattel and activision and um had a great run of it for a while 2008 then hit so we're talking over a decade now and um economy go boom and mm-hmm. um our company dissolved but i've continued to do creative work ever since and i've had a lot of experience uh teaching uh creative classes and animation design classes as mm-hmm. well so um, i always like to have my my foot in the oatmeal as they say the foot in the oatmeal or another body i've part. never had that before. <laughs> now um speaking of being a creative person you're very musically inclined and i am not <laughs> that is for sure. I like to think so. I don't know if there's any truth to that. I just love music. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, because that's a big part of what we of what we're doing is uh, going back in music and inspiring and, and things that inspired you musically. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and much like writing, I'm kind of genre agnostic too. Um, I like good music. So when people are like, what do you listen to? I'm like, uh, I try to listen to good stuff and not. <laughs> garbage um but love hip-hop love old bluegrass country blues love you know heavy metal love you know classical music and mm. anything that i think is well written and, and has a voice so to speak it feels distinct for whoever the composer or the singer uh, may be L- let me ask you this question and i'm totally going to put you on the spot oh that's fine <laughs> i love this is my favorite type of question if you had to put a song to the first part of your life say the say the born to early mid teens then one for Ooh. your teens to late adult you know late 20s and then 30s so let's say three song choices three for your songs, life yeah man. man yeah yeah that's gonna be a tough oh, one wow uh so the first song would have to be um <laughs> this is embarrassing not at all not at all so uh who can it be now by men at work and there's only one reason and that was because that was the first cassette tape that i bought and you so I knew, folks? I knew it cassette. from front to back. Yeah, cassette. <laughs> Children, we used to call these, yeah, cassettes back in the day. Um, and then uh, probably uh, one by Metallica for oh, my middle years. And then, uh, ironically, ever since then, today was a good day. Ah, uh, good old cube. Yeah, man, which is uh, always just a reminder to, you know, be grateful for the day you got, you know. And so that's try to try to try to live my life that way these days that's that's a good message yeah man. that's a very good message so well well we're running out of time uh i really appreciate you coming out and, hey, and talking pleasure. to me i'm gonna keep talking after the interview is <laughs> over just so you know well ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in my name was frank and my best friend will say goodbye will goodbye Fred. <laughs> <laughs> thank you ladies and gentlemen bye-bye <laughs>